located somewhere in the depths of the 614, here's your host, Rick Gethin. Welcome back to another episode of the Cat Club Podcast on the Music in Motion Columbus Radio Network. I'm your host, Rick Gethin. Today... We have a special guest in the studio, but before we get to that, I want to let you know today's show is brought to you by Bossy Girls Pinup Joint, 2598 North High Street. It's a trashy yet classy hangout for local musicians, burlesque dancers, comedians, and entertainers of all walks of life. They have a great beer selection, whiskey, tasty sandwiches, they have locally roasted coffee, and of course, free Wi-Fi. Open seven days a week. Give them a call. 614-725-5402. That's Bossy Girls Pinup Joint. Okay. We have with us something I have to admit I was, I was, I guess, ignorant of the fact of what this genre is prior to interviewing our guest today. But I have been schooled. <laughs> I have I have been taken to school, back to school, by our guest, Twill Distilled. Hi. Nerdcore artist. Yep. Cyber culture freak. <laughs> True. <laughs> with one hell of a bow in her hair today. Hell it's amazing. Yeah. And of course we'll post a picture on Instagram yes. at the end of the show today. Uh First thing I want to ask you, how did you come up with the name Twill Distilled? Oh, okay. So, name is Twill Distilled. I actually went to school for fashion design. Mm. And so, when you go and you're learning about sewing and construction and all that bullshit, um, you have to take a class about textile science. So, and you learn all the, you know, the different properties of fabric and blah, 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 blah. And I sucked. Like, I almost failed that class. I was terrible. (laughs) And the only fabric weave I could remember was twill. Like, so it just kind of stuck with me. And so when I was trying to think of, like, a name to go with, I was like, oh, that's kind of cute and quirky and it really embraces fashion. Well, then the other part of it is that it's actually a sub- uh, coding language, uh, Python. So the Twill coding language is actually used for building websites. So I was like, okay, so this name Twill, you know, it encompasses fashion and art, which is what I love. It's what I went to school for. And it also dabbles in internet culture, which I love and I dabble in as well. So it really encompassed two of my passions that I wanted to, you know, talk about in my music. The distilled part is... Um, a vodka (laughs) Um, but on a more serious note uh, you know the distillation process is you take a product you remove the bad you keep the good and through distillation you end up with a better product so through being twill I am distilled into a better person and into a more 
you know, prominent and better artist and better human being. So it's probably a good thing that tweed wasn't the word that stuck with you. <laughs> no. I, we go back in time, and I had a couple of tweed jackets. I like tweed. I don't know, but it's very funny because like people don't know how to pronounce it, so they always think it's T Will. I'm like, no, no, no. It's just one word, twill, like trill with a W. But yeah, if I was tweed, people would probably call me T Weed. <laughs> so maybe like I would have better street cred as a rapper. But <laughs> oh, now that was that was funny. That that was that was a good one. That was that was definitely a good one. Thanks, thanks. Um, <laughs> See, so you got your start. I mean, actually, uh, before you went to college, uh, to school for for fashion design, you were kind of into that that cyber culture. Yeah, that kind of bit. really did emerge more in college. Like I was into it, okay. but had never really gone for it. Okay. And then I went to college, and you know, people, you really grow and you learn a lot about yourself when you go to college. And I didn't go you to college. Do. I Well, I did. And the reason why I did was because I didn't go to college like 30 minutes away from home. Uh, okay. I went to college five hours from home. So I had no friends. There I knew go. nobody. I had no family. Like this was literally at the age of 18, was thrown into bumfuckistan, middle of nowhere, South Virginia. And I had to learn, you know. And thankfully, it was a very safe area. You know, you have a place to live. Right. It wasn't like I needed a job to get an apartment, but you know, freshman year was hard. I learned a lot about myself, and I think anyone who's ever started in a new place, who's you know, you don't have anything, you sure. know, no one's going to come get you in an hour. Like you learn really quick a lot about yourself, and you learn about oh, your it's, independence. It's sink or swim. It, it really is, and a, a lot of people either do it or they go back home, and mm. that's fine. You know, it's not for everyone. Right. So, um, but, you know, I was really in the anime club and stuff like that and found, like, my local nerd scene, and then all of that kind of fell apart in sophomore year, and I just kind of came recluse. I was like, I don't trust anyone. I don't like anyone. It was a really, really dark place in my life. Mm -hmm. So, um, I went through, I was deleting, like, half of my social medias because I was so upset, right? I was like, F this, F that. I'm not going to do any of this stuff anymore. Nobody likes me, blah, blah, blah. And I logged on to one of my YouTube accounts. And at the time, I was doing parody music for a website unofficially called Encyclopedia Dramatica. And I was like, they don't like this. This is stupid, blah, blah, blah. And the day I logged on to delete that account, one of the um, owners of the website and admins had messaged me, inviting me to like their private chat room. And I was like, I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so it really did emerge and started becoming this thing more and more throughout college. Yeah. Okay. It's one of those things, college is, is one of those things where you either embrace it yeah. and embrace the, the change in your life mm -hmm. and, you know, see what's out there. Right. Going eyes wide open. You know, or you become either a recluse and drop out. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, I went to school and it was, I mean, there really was literally nothing. Like, the thing that we did on Friday night was go to the gas station and go to Walmart and walk around. Like, there was not a lot going on until you could go to bars. So, I really spent a lot of time online because that was yeah. all I could do because I was trying to stay out of trouble because it was a dry campus. I didn't want to go to parties, get kicked out of school for drinking and partying. You know, I had to pay for my own education. So I did not have the luxury of mommy and daddy footing the bill. So I was like, right. in, out, four years, done. Thank you, wham, bam. Thank you, ma'am. Like, so I spent a lot of time online. And then, sure. Yeah. 
Unlike me, who went to a party school. <laughs> well, my school was a party school. That oh. was, I didn't have no idea. <laughs> so I went to Radford University. So, okay. you know, RU. And, like, they used to say, can't spell drunk without RU. Like, it was a, it's a real thing. It was a huge party school. I had no idea. Because I grew up in Maryland. Radford. Yeah, Radford's, like, 20 minutes south of Virginia Tech. Okay. So, you know, it is a huge party school. And if you grow up in Virginia, you know this. But I grew up in Maryland. I had no idea. So I get there for, like, college orientation. They're like, okay, be real. Like, who came here because it's a party school? And, like, 90% of the audience raises. I'm like, like, I felt like I was in a bad, like, drama. Like, a TV drama. Because I was like, wait, this is a party school? Is this real or is it memorized? Right. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's know. what it felt like. And I was like, holy shit, I went to a party school. And then, like, I'd go out to other events and oh, you're in college? What school do you go to? Oh, I go to Radford. And they'd be like, oh, the party school, right? I'm like, what? Like, how do you know this? (laughs) So. (laughs) Back in my day, I went to uh, Cortland State College in upstate New York, part of the state university in New York system, the SUNY system. And Cortland State College was one of the top 10 party schools every year for almost 20 years. Wow. I mean, Chico State for... University of California was number one, but Portland State was usually in top five, top seven. That's hilarious. Yeah. And yeah, it was um, not a lot of studying got done. Right. (laughs) At all. At all. So you grew up in Maryland. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. For those that don't know, and and obviously those people in in the Midwest here, because you're from the East Coast. Yep. I'm from the East Coast. Yep. Those people in the Midwest, which is the majority of our listeners right. on the show here, they don't know what Delmarva is. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. So explain what Delmarva is. So Delmarva is Delaware, Maryland, Virginia. So it's um, just, it's that kind of area. It's a really popular term along like the beach. So like, you know, Ocean City, Maryland, the Delmarva Peninsula, because it is a big strip of land that is effectively beach property. So, and then we also have what's called the DMV, which is, you know, like the Baltimore, D.C. area, which is a smaller. But yeah, the Delmarva is really more, I think, uh, beach related and Delaware, Maryland, Virginia, which was my whole childhood. (laughs) Uh, But mostly, you know, Maryland and Virginia, because we're so close to D.C. Um. You ended up moving to New York City. Yeah. I was living in Jersey and working in Midtown. Joycey? Joycey, yeah. So I lived in Joycey for a while. Did you walk the dog on the boardwalk by the water? I did not walk the dog, but I had a lot of coffee and bagels. Okay. And I cheese and locks. Ah, that's what my my fiance's here. So for all the (laughs) listeners here, my fiance came. um, We call him Will Distilled because his name's Will. And so when I was living... Quiet, Quiet Will. A quiet will. Quiet will. A quiet will. Um, and so when I was living in Joycey, um, he was living in Ohio, and he would come out and visit me. And there was this amazing. If you've never been to Jersey, you have to ignore the smell. I do. I apologize for the smell, but you have to get a bagel and cream cheese because oh, I, I guarantee you, it'll be the best bagel you have eat, you'll ever eat in your life, hands down. Like that's what Jersey's got on lock. Like I'm sorry, but Jersey has Jersey better bagels. has the bagels. Yes. New York has the pizza. Yes, 100%. I mean, you, get, you get a slice of pie. Right. You know, and so... I'm still... Have you, have you come to grips with the fact that... And I know I'm off on a tangent now. They cut a circular pizza in Ohio in squares. Why? Well, do you know? He has no idea. But he would come visit me. He'd come out, you know, when we were doing the long-distance dating. And we would get 
we would go to this bagel place and they'd only take cash. But, oh my god. I like I still crave these bagels. I can still like taste them in my dreams. But they it's had the water. It's the water. That's hundred percent the water. Yeah. Um and he would come out and he'd always make a joke. He's like, Oh I I'm gonna get my cream cheese and locks, you know? And it was really funny. So that's why I laugh so hard. Uh but yeah, no, I uh went to school in Virginia, Southern Virginia, and then I moved to New Jersey because it's much cheaper to live in Jersey than New York yes. City. And then I worked in Midtown for like two years in the fashion industry. So and then I got engaged to Mr. Will Distilled, and then I moved here because he, you know, was from here. He yep. lives here. He uh, is a OSU alumni. Go Buckeyes! OHIO. Um, I still like. I think it's so cool that I know that because, like, outside of Ohio, you you have no idea about like any of that. And then you come here and you're like, whoa, Ohio is proud to be Ohioan. Okay, this is cool. I can feel that. Right. Well, because like Maryland, like people from Maryland have tremendous state pride. You know, they like. I love being a Marylander. I want to move back to Maryland. I I I love my state. So it was really really cool to move here because like everyone in Jersey and New York, like f this f that. I hate being here. Y'all bunch of assholes. And I come to Ohio and everyone's like, I love Ohio. I'm gonna be Ohioan forever. So yeah. (laughs) Oh, it's it's a Midwestern sensibility. Yeah. Out here. Generally nice. Oh my God, so much nicer than the East Coast. Well, I mean, I'm from New York. I mean, we're we're assholes. We are. That's what we are. Yeah, you know. know. That's what the East Coast is. Right. Well, and the thing is, is too, is like there's like this stigma against like the Midwest on the East Coast and the West Coast. Like I literally thought growing up that Ohio was nothing but cornfields and cows. And I had... You mean it's not? No, I'm <laughs> Well, I'm I mean, kidding. like, they've got a good technology center, and the schools here are incredible, and there is a good scene. It's small, but it's it's an incredible scene, and it's growing. So, I'm, And we live in a gem of a city. Yeah, it's a great city. It's very clean. Uh, my band came here last weekend, and they are like, this is like Baltimore, but nicer and cleaner. And I'm like, that's the best way to put it. It really is. It's like Baltimore without the trash. Exactly. 100%. Yeah. So. <laughs> it is what it is. It is what it is. So you came, you moved to Ohio. Mm. Yeah, I believe it was what two years ago. Yeah, two, two years. Two years ago, so it had been twenty fifteen. Yeah, two thousand fifteen. Yeah, and hired as an art director mm-hmm. um, for a a business that shall remain nameless. Right. Um, here locally. Yeah. Um, and we'll get into some of the other stuff that you do um, in our next segment. Okay, cool. But uh, also for our for our listeners, as they they should know by now, and for you first time listeners, you're in for a treat. We're going to play three songs Woo-hoo. by Twelda Still from her most recent album, released last December, December of 2016. They'll be coming up in segments two, three, and four. And we're going to have a little fun with her Uh-oh. and play Five Questions With, Uh-oh. which is always a fun time here on the Cat Club Podcast. But we have to take our first break, pay a couple of bills, or a few bills, depending on how you want to look at it. I'm Rick, she's Twill, he's Will, (laughs) and I need a beer. (laughs) We'll be back after the break. Stick around. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Edible Underwear Maker. Mr. Edible Underwear Maker. 
Your true genius combined two of man's favorite things, panties and food. I can taste it now. They're a snack. They're underwear. They're a snack and underwear. Brilliant. A two treats in one. Gorgeous grape. Rock my world raspberry. Bodacious banana. And nothing says I want you like a man with a mouthful of underpants. I want you, baby. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light, Mr. Edible Underwear Maker. Because thanks to you, when it comes to panties, extra large means extra yummy. If all radio stations in town were palm trees, we'd be the one with the biggest coconuts. And we're back. The Cat Club Podcast. The sweetest smelling podcast in the world, I will have you know. Our guest today in studio, Twill Distilled. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you for having me. And some people would say that it's nerdcore that you fall into. Um, others might say it's dirty pop, mm. what you do. And it, I mean, going back to like, especially your, your first album, or your first EP, I should say, Chat Girl. Mm-hmm. Um, or Chat Girl Status yes. was the name, of, the name of the EP. And that was in 2014, yes. correct? 2014. 2014, five songs. Um, that really does kind of fall into that nerd core yes for sure the typical i guess stereotypical cool. nerd nerd core 100. genre 100 percent, yep um and the neat thing is and our listeners i mean go to her website link will be on our our uh, our website on the the podcast page go to her website check out the Bandcamp page amazing music and you can you can hear the progression yeah which is what i did i i, I listened before i ever interviewed you right i listened from the beginning to the newest, right. from the oldest to the newest, and I could hear that 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 maturity and the progression, moving from the nerdcore to the dirty pop, and it still is kind of dirty pop, but it's a little bit more mainstream now. Right. Is that was that by design? Yeah, absolutely. So when I did Chat Girl Status, um, I just literally had just found out what nerdcore music was, and I was just so enthralled by it and so interested in it. Um, I had a friend who sent me a nerdcore artist by the name of Whitey Cracker, uh, sent me some of his music, and I was like, this is it. This is my genre. This is what I want to do. I could not believe it was a real genre. And so that's why I, I you know, I pumped out Chat Girl status. Uh, it was not the best production, but, you know, there are not a lot of girls in nerdcore, which is, yeah. it's terrible. I mean, not to say that, you know, men are terrible. It's, you know, but I wanted to be a girl in nerdcore, and then I've always really been into dirty pop and um, big fan of a group called The Millionaires, and have always wanted to incorporate their kind of sound, sound of like what Kesha does, Lady Gaga does, where it's pop music written cleverly, and sometimes it's very, you know, vulgar, uh, I will not lie, and there's sometimes you've got very cleverly written songs that anyone can listen to and enjoy. So, um, but... As part of being a musician, uh, not to say uh, selling out, but it does get to a point where you're like, I need to find a way that's going to connect and relate to more people than just people who spend their Saturday evenings online. Sure. Because those people are not coming out to shows. 
they may download your EP. That's great. I'm so support. Like they're they're, so they're buying the EP, buying the album. Right. Online, I'm so appreciative. But they're not leaving. But they're not. The yeah. And I want to. You know, part of what I'm trying to do is I want people to come out. I want to. You know, party and engage with. Uh, I hate to say fans, but you know, people who like my music, because mm-hmm. I'm really trying to build like a culture and a not society, but you know. A culture where people can come and be themselves. That's the recta system motto: be yourself without fear, and just let go and have fun. Well, the the great thing I've I've noticed with you, um, and please correct me if I'm wrong, mm. by combining all these different elements, um, the nerdcore genre of music, um, initially at least, and then the anime and the fashion, and I mean. Anybody who follows you on on social media um, and sees the images, the pictures, the photos that that you post out there, I mean, you wear loud clothing. Yeah. (laughs) Which is really cool. We dig that here on Music in Motion Columbus in the offices, um, and especially on the Cat Club podcast. Uh, We really dig that kind of of vibe. Um, Somebody who's willing to just step out there in front of everybody and say, this is me. This is me, yeah. Screw it. You know. Um, But... by combining all these different elements, I would almost, I feel like I have to classify you as genre busting. Yeah. At this point. Right. I love that. I always want to push the envelope. I feel like a lot of things on the radio or what you hear nowadays, it's it's cookie cutter. It's yeah. It's so the same. And we've done so many shows and I've done shows solely where, you know, girls really get into it and they're like, thank you, you know, because... This is what I wish I could do. Thank you so much. Um, and, you know, I've had people who have come to panels or shows, and I'm going to go for it now. I'm going to try to do music. I've always wanted to do music. I've been too afraid. And if you can do this, I can do this. And that's, that's what I want. I want people really to just feel okay and be proud of who they are. You are the only person who can be the best at being yourself. And you only get one life. Yep. Um, I almost died at 16. So I found out, yeah, the hard way, like you get one life. So don't live your life for someone else. Be who you want to be without fear. You have to take care of yourself. Yeah. I mean, you really have to take care of yourself before you can take care of anybody else. Right. Um, I learned a long time ago not to give a shit what people think about me. Right. It's a hard lesson. Obviously with my knee hole jeans, (laughs) which, you know, were in fashion in 1977 and I still wear them. I think it's great. (laughs) You know what I mean? But it is what it is. I have no fashion sense, obviously. Knee-hole jeans and a Hawaiian shirt today. Whatever. It's a lazy Sunday. It is a lazy Sunday. <laughs> Very much so. But we need to play some music. Yes. From your album, Distilled Screams, released in December of 2016. Here's Twill Distilled. First track, I'm Telling You. Yes. On the Cat Club Podcast. Something's gotta give now. You 
from her album Distilled Screams on the Cat Club podcast. Twill, I have to ask you. I mean, it's 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 the first track on the album. Um, I love all the songs. That one I really dig. I just, the groove of it. Cool. How did that song come about? What what was the influence that, that kind of brought that song to life? So, the whole album is really um, a concept, you know, and it's, it's the uh, story of a really bad breakup and how you pick up the pieces after the breakup. So I wanted to give insight to any listener who's listening to this. You know, if you listen to this from beginning to end, it is going to tell you the full story of the end of the relationship to picking up the pieces and moving on. So what's the first thing that happens when you break up with someone? Well, you have to tell them, I'm breaking up with you, you know? And this song was really just kind of like, We've talked about this. We've had so many issues for so long. Um, how many times do I got to repeat myself? How many times do I need to tell you right. that this is not going to work out? This is over. You know, so I really wanted to, um, you know, with kind of concept writing and concept acting, you put yourself back into that moment and really try to pull those emotions out of you and what you felt and what you were going through. So, you know, it's a very angry and in-your-face kind of song because, you know, this is, this is the beginning of the end. This is the beginning of this relationship. Uh, the end of this relationship, right. excuse me. Um, so how do I want to start that? You know, it's not, oh, I'm not, I'm not happy. It's, hey, <laughs> you're an asshole and we're done. You know, I'm not happy. Somehow I just don't see you curling into a, you know, a, a fetal ball and just sobbing. I get there, but, you know, I think everyone has those moments. I mean, looking at you, 
you're the type of woman I don't I don't want to piss off. <laughs> you would kick my ass. I'm sure. Especially being from the East Coast. Yeah. I think, you know, everyone everyone gets vulnerable sometimes. Sure. So, but like I I've always noticed this. You know, when I get upset with someone, I go through different stages. And my first stage is I get so upset that I can't function. And, you know, I did that in college when I uh got involved with Encyclopedia Dramatica. And then I will be sad for, you know, a day or two or whatever it is. And then I get angry. And then when I get angry, I'm like, okay, this is the turnaround point. I'm getting over this. And, you know, I, I got to get angry to focus on how I'm going to get through this because I've given the time to mourn about it and I've given the time to reflect on it. And right. now it's, I'm mad that you've wasted my time. I'm mad that I, I you know, I'm mad at myself too that I let you do these things to me. Um, but it's a life lesson. It's a life lesson. Yeah. And, and we all have to go through life lessons. Exactly. So with telling you, it was really just a song. Like, I'm calling you out. Like, I'm telling you. And, you know, when I, the person who inspired this album, um, you know, my hope was, you know, if you ever hear this, this will be a constant reminder for you that this was your fault. And this was something you made me do. It was something you pushed me to. And because I remember when we were breaking up and I was ending the relationship, he's like, you've never told me any of this. And I was like, bullshit. <laughs> I was like, I, how many times have I told you He this? wasn't listening. He wasn't listening. So, hey, dude, I'm telling you. <laughs> and you better listen. So. And we all know that track three, which is entitled, Fuck That Guy, <laughs> it's all about him. <laughs> yes. So, like I said, we'll post the links to her site. Check out her website. Will Distilled, go to our band camp page, buy her music. It's great, great stuff. We have more coming up, but we have to take another break. Pay mm. some more bills. Woo! More music. Five questions with still yeah. ahead of us. A lot of fun. Twill Distilled, Will Distilled, and Rick Effett on the Cat Club Podcast. Stick around. This is Steve. Actually, it's Steve. Steve is looking for a refreshing beverage. Yeah, that's Steve. Steve is about to drink a Schweppes ginger ale. <sighs> wow, that's refreshing. Steve says it's refreshing. You think this is funny, huh? What's your name? Stanley. Schweppes ginger ale. Refreshing people just like Steve since 1783. Thirsty for a more intense ginger taste? Try new Schweppes Dark Ginger Ale. Hi, Tom Bodette. With streaming radio, you could potentially be listening to this broadcast from other countries, like Australia. G'day, mate. Guatemala. Hola, como estas? Or India. Namaste. But if you're in North America, howdy, that means you can take advantage of Motel 6 and get a clean, comfortable room for the lowest price of any national chain. And if you're in, say, China, ni hao, maybe you should come for a visit. I'm Tom Bodette for Motel 6, and we'll leave the light on for you. If you don't like them, I'm sure your sister will. Hey, babe, you want to go out? And we're back for another segment with our special guest, Twill. Distilled. <laughs> Rock star status here at the Cat Club Podcast. I feel blessed and honored. Oh, well, thank you. Blessed and honored. And that bow is just, I love it. Thank you. It's huge and off kilter. And right. I like to I go out in public and people are like, wow, your bow. And I'm like, do you want to wear it? And they're like, 
whoa, I can wear it? I'm like, hell yeah. So I let them, and they're like, oh, this is heavy. And so, like, um, I like to wear it to anime cons, too, because, you know, kids in that scene are really into this sort of fashion. And so I feel like they're, like, more willing to, like, talk and connect because they're not so scared. Because mm-hmm. it's like, I am one of you. I, I promise. I know I'm an adult, but I am one of you. Like, well, this is, you know. <laughs> speaking of anime uh, conventions, um, you, as a, as a musical artist... You actually play a lot of these oh, yeah. these conventions. You just played one. What was it last, last week weekend week? at Shimatsukan? That was Easter weekend. Uh, yeah, Easter okay. weekend. Um, unfortunately, it was our last year, which oh. is such a bummer because I love that convention. And then we're playing um, a convention this upcoming weekend, mm-hmm. uh, which is the last weekend of April called Yoikon, and that's at the Hyatt Regency here in Columbus. So it should be fun so but we do a lot of like anime cons and gaming conventions and even sci-fi stuff you know because those kind of genres and those kind of conventions are you know our time top i speak english they are our uh, demographic you know what i mean because we speak gibberish here on the podcast but you know you know um yeah so we do a lot of those and it's fun um because you're really it's really hard to get people to go out to shows like i will never front it's very hard and um, so if people are already at an anime convention or gaming or like, for example, they're out at a festival or like the state fair, like you're already there. If you hear music yeah. and you like it, you're going to go listen to it. Oh, sure. So and it's cool because like it keeps us up to date with the scene. We are, you know, myself and the group I'm in, we're all geeks and nerds. So we enjoy just going in general because if we were not doing music, we would be going to conventions regardless. Now, when so. you say the group, the group that you're with, you're talking about Wreck the System. Yes, correct. Yeah. Uh, for our listeners that don't know, Wreck the System, it's it's a multinational corporation. No, not really. <laughs> uh, it is it is multifaceted though. Yes. It is a recording studio. Yep. It is a record label. Yep. It is a group. Yep. Of of musicians and artists. Yep. Um, and it's or just a really cool name. Thank you. I did not come up way. with it, but thank you. <laughs> now, now you say you say that you know all, all the people involved in this, you know, geeks and, and nerds and whatnot. Does that include Lady J? Oh yeah, absolutely. Ooh, ooh. She's the one that owns Wreck the System, the studio. The studio, yeah. yeah. She owns the studio. She owns. Um, she owns it all, really. She's you know she's our quote unquote boss, but it's more of a leader. But yes, yeah, she that is her recording studio. I must meet this Lady J. Well, if you're. Available next weekend. She will be here. <laughs> I love her. Uh, she's my best friend in the entire world. So, she. We established uh, that in the. Interview. I know. Yes, we did. I just. I love her so much. People bring her up, and I'm like, let me gush about her. Let me tell you the ways. <laughs> I love this girl. <laughs> so tell our listeners a little bit, um, kind of quickly, about how you got involved with mm. with Lady J and Wreck the System, and, and got signed to. The Recta System label. Okay, so funny enough, uh, it was because of an anime convention. So Lady J had just put out her album called Our Fantasy 2, which was, um, you know, an album that sampled a lot of Final Fantasy music for the beats. And she rapped about a lot of the different, you know, topics that come up in the games, either from a concept writing perspective of being a character or, like, we have... She has one song called Beat the Game, and she says, you know beat the game, you've seen it all, and stand and tell the final boss. So yes, that can relate to like the video game, the end of the game, but it can also relate to um, any kind of problem in your life. You know, you've, you've seen a lot of stuff, but at the end of your journey, you're still dealing with. So anyway, you know, met her, she was performing uh, at T-Mode in Maryland, and I was at 
a uh, similar event, which was called a mixtape event at the convention. So she happened to walk by during the mixtape segment and saw me and she was like, ah, female nerdcore rapper. Yes. And so, you know, not only female nerdcore rapper, but but good female nerdcore (laughs) rapper. And then let's um, get that in there. Okay. Okay. Um, you know, and she, so she took my info and then that was in April of 2014 and then, no, no, 2015. Yeah. Right before I moved out to Columbus and then, um, October of 2015, she called me up. I'm starting this project called Tokens, which was, it sampled a lot of music from old school arcade video games. Ah, And so again, the same kind of thing. And she was like, you know, you seem to know a lot of people in nerdcore. I know some people, but not as much as you because... I spend way too much time online, and um, I'm just good at networking. So I helped them with that project and get some more artists on there and help, you know, spread interest. And then that just ended up going together so well, and they're like, you work really hard, you keep your promises. Like, anytime I told them I'd keep a promise or a deadline, I did. So they asked me if I'd like to be their brand ambassador, and then from there I got signed. And now it's a thing. Like, we, we play so many shows. Oh, my God. It's crazy. Now it's a thing. <laughs> it's a thing. <laughs> the Lady J and Twill Distilled thing. Well, it was funny, too, because, like, when I was trying to get people on the Tokens Project, they mm. were like, who's wrecked the system? This is dumb. This isn't going to accomplish anything. Blah, blah, blah. It's a waste of time. Like, because people are skeptical. And now, like, the same people who were saying that are like, Oh, I missed out on a really special thing. I wish I had listened to you. You guys play so many shows. You snooze, you you lose. Yep. That's that's the way the cookie crumbles here. Yep. (laughs) You know, for for a lot of these people. Time to play another song. Okay. From the Distilled Screams album by Twill Distilled. This one, entitled Hive Mind on the Cat Club Podcast.
Hive Mind by Twill Distilled on the Cat Club Podcast. Twill, we have to ask you, what is the Hive Mind in the conceptual piece that is the album Distilled Screams? So Hive Mind is an internet term. It's part of internet culture. You know, it's a lot of times a lot of people think the same thing without ever, ever talking to each other. So it's this social kind of uh, concept called Hive Mind. Like everyone in a beehive, you know, they have the same goal, the same kind of thoughts. So like when you right. meet somebody and they, you know, think the same things, that's effectively... Hack the planet! Yeah, hack the Gibson, hack the planet. <laughs> you know, it's a Hive Mind sort of thing. So... Um, the song, you know, relates to my ex, and anytime I wanted to go online, talk to my IRC friends, talk to my internet friends, he literally would try to pull me away. Mm-hmm. You know, towards the end of the relationship, he didn't want me hanging out with my friends, talking to my friends, he didn't want me seeing my family, everything like that. So, it pissed me off, because when we got in a relationship, the first, like, in the, you know, I told him straight up, like, when I first met him, this is who I am, this is what I partake in, blah, 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 are you okay with that? Yeah, 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 yeah. And then towards the end of the relationship, it was like, he was trying to control me and change my identity. Like I say in the song, like, how could I ever think you could be my normality? Because it wasn't normal for him and he wouldn't accept it. So Hive Mind, you know, talks about in the beehive, I feel alive because being with those people made me feel alive. It was these people understand me and we relate in the beehive for no reason why people uh, think alike. We all think alike, you know, um. So it really was the whole, like, screw you. This is mm-hmm. who I am. These are my friends. These people understand me. They love sure. me. And if you don't get that, after I've told you and we've been together for two years and you're trying to change me, if anyone tries to change you in a relationship, yeah. for the worse, it's it's not meant to be. So, And this song really was kind of like a thank you because when all this was going on, all of my internet friends who were not there in person you know, I talked to them, and they, they knew something was wrong. And they were sure. like, you need to leave. This is not healthy. You need to go. We love you. Like, we're so worried about you. You just disappear sometimes. Like, get out. And so this song was really supposed to be like, thank you. Because without you guys, I don't know where I'd be right now. Sure. And it's a very scary thought. Oh, of course. Yeah. I mean, it's it's that, that close network of, and I'm using the term loosely, friends. Yeah. Even people you haven't met. Right. In person. Right. Face to face in the flesh. Right. You know, it's people that you know online. Right. I have friends like that yeah. myself. And they're some know, of the closest the people world, you have. Yeah. You know? I mean, he would be like, You can't trust them. I'm like, I've known these people for seven years. I've known you for two. Fuck off. And die. And die. <laughs> <laughs> oh, did I just say that out loud? I must have. <laughs> here's the cue music. We have to take another break, pay some more bills. And play one more song. Okay. And then play a lightning fast round of five questions with. I don't even know what the questions are. So, this should be interesting. She's Twill Distilled. He's Will Distilled. I'm Greg Geffen. This is the Cat Club Podcast. Stick around. When you work late nights in dark, repulsive conditions, you probably expect to get paid. They don't. There are thousands of hard-working, underpaid men and women in your city right now. They're called musicians. Any given night of the week, they put themselves on the line for you and your drunk friends. The problem? You're not even there. The beer he got paid with tonight will never keep him warm. That guitar she still owes 12 payments on will never love her back. You can help. 
Go to your local dive bar right now. Pay the cover charge. Sit down with one of these outcasts and put yourself in their shoes. Take one home. Hell, take two if you want. Support local music. Sleep with a musician tonight. Without you, all we have left are ballads. The competition has taken notice. Oh my god. Good luck keeping up with us. <laughs> Amateurs. And a Cat Club podcast is back for the final segment with Twill Distilled, our special guest this week on the show. <laughs> Once again, thank you for coming on the show this week. Thank you for having me. We do appreciate it. I appreciate being here. (laughs) And as promised, we will have a picture. Yes, of course. At the end of this. Um, Your album, Distilled Screams, (laughs) is really, and and I I really, I I can't stress enough to to all of our listeners, take the time to to listen through Twill Distilled's catalog. You will hear the progression. And when you get to Distilled Screams, you will be as impressed as I was. And still am. Um, and I think I told you this before. There are quite a few songs on on Distilled Screams that easily could have fit in the Hacker soundtrack oh, back in yeah. 1995. Um, which, for those of you that didn't catch the Gibson re- reference, that was from that movie. <laughs> Angelina Jolie. Johnny Lee Miller. Yep. Cult classic. Matthew Lillard. <laughs> that was like one of his first roles, I believe. Yeah. Matthew Lillard's. And Fisher Stevens. I love Fisher Stevens. On a skateboard. <laughs> With a really bad goatee. But, really quickly, Screamer. Hmm. You got 30 seconds. All Tell right. us all about it. All right. So when I was in school going to Virginia, there was one bar called Screamers. And so when I was, you know, drinking and going to karaoke, people were really, really nice. And they're like, you're really good at singing. Have you ever considered being a singer? And I was like, well, you guys are bullshitting me, right? And then, you know, I actually did my first show ever at Screamers. Um, that's where I got my start. So, but uh, when I was with that person who this EP is about, he um, was not so nice even in Virginia, and the people at Screamers—they were my family. So I just—I I have to interrupt you. Okay. Before we get to the song, this guy's an asshole. He really is. I'm sorry. <laughs> he really. But is. I'm sorry. I, I went off on a tangent. Here's Screamers. And it's for my Screamers family. For the Screamers family on the Cat Club podcast.
Distilled and her distilled screams. Scream or screams? Screams. Distilled Plural. screams. So yeah. a whole bunch of screams. A whole bunch of stuff. I scream a, a lot. <laughs> you do, but you do it in a very melodic way. Well, thank you. <laughs> very melodic way. Um, our special guest, Twill Distilled, and of course, Will Distilled. Quiet Will, as I like to call him. <laughs> here on the Cat Club Podcast. It's time now for the lightning fast round of five questions with Twill Distill. Woohoo! Question number one. If all the world's a stage, where does the audience sit? I don't know. Oh. <laughs> I don't know. The whole world's a stage. They're on stage with me. Oh, well, there you go. Okay. 
Party with 12. Yeah, absolutely. Party with 12. Um, the first pop video was released in 1975. What was it? Hell of pop fun. video. I don't know. I don't know. It's, it's not B-52s. B-52s were like in yeah, the 80s. No, that was 80s. I have no idea. Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, wow. Learn me something Mama new. Mamma mia, let me go. Okay. What national holiday does the country of Jamaica celebrate on February 6th every year? Jamaica me crazy with these questions. I don't know. <laughs> Five questions with the birth of Bob Marley. Ah, such a, bad, <laughs> such a bad musical artist. You're losing your cred. I well. am. I am. Okay, question I'm number four. Easy. This okay. is, this is the, everybody knows this one. Okay, okay. Who is the most famous oh, no. left-handed guitarist? Oh. You can help her out, Will. Jimi Hendrix, I think? Jimi Hendrix. Yay, Will Distill. Will Distill. See, he is the one with all the... Gets her on the board. Thank you, thank you. Gets her on the board. So I that, knew that. Uh, I knew that. I was that just testing you. That is my point. I'm just, she, can, she can't have that. <laughs> oh. Oh, snap. Uh, <laughs> oh, no. And, of course, question number five for Twill Distilled. Mayonnaise or Miracle Whip? Oh, neither. <laughs> Gross. Mustard. I don't... I hate mayonnaise and Miracle Whip. I hate it. Really? Oh, my God. And I hate ketchup. Oh, ketchup is vile. Mustard. Vile? Vile. Wow. Those are still If he priorities. eats must, or ketchup or mayonnaise and he tries to kiss me, he gets shoved into the bathroom and is told to brush his teeth. I loathe. Okay, loathe. Well, you say mustard. Yellow mustard or like... Spicy brown. Spicy brown? There's a great kind at the Not store. Not grape coupon? Oh, I like grape I like all types of mustard. Yeah. Mustard is the shit. I love mustard. Do you like baseball? I do like baseball. Do you go to ballparks, watch a ball game, get a hot dog with the yellow mustard on? Hell yes, I do. That's Camden Yards. Camden Yards, baby. I'm all about my O's and my Ravens. I'm from Baltimore, so. No, really? Yeah. <laughs> I love my dirty birds, so. Baltimore. Randy <sighs> Newman sang a song about that city. It's a great song. It's, Look it up. Okay. I also like uh, Hairspray. Hairspray has good. Good morning, Baltimore. Yeah. Yes. Yep. John Waters movie? Oh, she doesn't know. I'm so bad. She doesn't know. I have a lot of learning to do. Ladies and gentlemen, all of her friends, you need to like jump on her <laughs> and edumacate Twill Distill. Yes. Tweet at me. Send me some stuff. Most definitely. Yes. But hey, guess what this music means? Well, that's all for today. I hope you have enjoyed this lesson in the finest of English language and culture. It has been a totally dispiriting experience, but who gives a flying fuck what I think? And now, it's time to say bye-bye. So, when you're, when you're telling these little stories, here's a good idea. Have a point. It makes it so much more interesting for the listener. Well, we hope you were interested today, <laughs> listening to our show. The Cat Club Podcast with special guest Twill Distill. Twill, thank you so much for thank coming you, on the show. Thank you, thank you for having me so much. It was so much fun. We'll have links to her website and everything else Twill related. Hopefully some education. 
on our site, the <laughs> podcast page. But for now, we must say goodbye. So long. Bid you adieu. So long. We'll see you next week on the Cat Club Podcast. <laughs> well, I hope you folks enjoyed yourselves. Catch you later on down the trail.